Stuart. Eddie, uh, Eddie pressed a button. Yes, we're going to blame you, Ed. Uh, thanks for joining us. Good on you, Matt. Great to be with you. You may as well. Everyone else does. Exactly. Okay. <laughs> uh, what, what, do you, what have you made of the, the first session here at the conference? I thought it was fantastic. I, I thought one of the keys uh, was that the, uh, the chairman of uh, World Racing, uh, Winfred Ingelbrecht Bressiers, mm-hmm. who's from Hong Kong, uh, he got up in his introduction... I couldn't agree any more with any introduction. He spoke for 40 minutes about the future of racing and what needs to happen um, as far as fan engagement's concerned, betting, the future, the race day experience, etc., and and the safety of horses and everybody else involved in the racing industry. And I thought it was one of the most honest dissertations of where something actually is with an eye to solutions going forward. So I thought it was a, a really great start. And then uh, there was a, a panel, which I was lucky enough to be part of, that I think were able to then drill down onto some of the topics. Well, it's, it's one of the great challenges for racing locally and globally, Ed, is, is collaboration and yep. agreement. And uh, there's so many within... It's the same sport all over the world, but there's so many differences from jurisdiction to jurisdiction. And even locally, we've got this ridiculous war going on still between New South Wales and Victoria. I remember when we spoke to you during the Spring Carnival, you kind of were thinking it's healthy competition, but it's... Now going to the courts, uh, there's all sorts of things going on. Uh, if we can't get our act together mm. locally, uh, how's it going to happen globally? Well, healthy competition's one thing. Uh, when it becomes war, that's uh, yeah. there's no winners in a war, yeah. as we all know. And and one of the points I made there was, you know, I was lucky enough to be involved in hosting the Melbourne Cup Carnival. And the last hour and a half on final day, where everyone used to limp over the line on family day, final day, whatever you'd call it, Ampol Stakes Day back in the day, Emirates Stakes, became Champions Day, and the last hour and a half of that was as, yep. a, as a pulsating event that I've hosted ever. Right, and I've done Super Bowls, Grand Finals, you name it, Olympic Games, all the rest of it. Those, the champions, the three Group 1, $3 million races where everybody knew, every jockey, every trainer, every owner, every horse that had been through it. And, you know, I, I'm going to call some of this drama because I, I, I jokingly said that the Everest and the Cox Plate have been wonderful build-up races to this, but it did yeah. build up to something. Now, yeah. I can understand why Cox Plate want to you know, go to a grand final, but I don't think it works personally. I think yeah. Well, I'll ask you a bit about that. But too, yeah, my point could, is this. Yeah. <laughs> Suddenly, we came up with something that mm. grabbed and thought, wow, this is going to build. Six months later, everyone's trying to knife it, uh, mm. pull it down. Uh, all these different things. I don't think racing celebrates, particularly locally at the moment, the great parts of racing. And we dwell on the things that are the, ne- the negatives, whether it's, you know, protesters or all these different things. And I made the point, you know, the new MRI machines for horses has stopped horses breaking down or helped to alleviate that problem. Uh, you know, Danny O'Brien, should, they should be talking to Danny O'Brien with Vow and Declare, wins the Melbourne Cup. He rests it for a year yeah. to get it right. It ends up winning a Group 1 race in the spring. You know, in the old days, it would have been out there, possibly would have broken down. So these advancements and things, so many great things. But to your point, though, Matt... Yeah, come on, you've got to you've got to get things together. I always find the AFL works best in this country and around the world because no one owns it. Yeah, exactly right. And uh, everyone's in it to leave the game better than when they came in. When these rumblings first started about potential move of the Cox Plate uh, a couple of months ago, I spoke to Gil McLaughlin about it, yeah. and he, he's basically saying, "Don't be scared of football. You don't have to run away from us and put a distance between yourself and us. We sort of go hand in glove, one into the other. So you don't have to find space further and further away from us." No. And, 
that was one of the motivations with the I think it sunk the idea of moving the Cox Plate and yeah, I, I, it horrified I, me. If you want to get your money back from the Meadows, back to the Cox Plate <laughs> won't move. Okay? So, but just what, your I, take on it? Well, I'll look at it as I said. I, 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 I'm more and more into racing at the moment. I'm falling back in love with it after sort of being involved in cricket and footy and all that sort of stuff for a long time. And I look at it this way. The first thing I thought of, there's two things. The first two reactions I had with moving the Cox Plate was, one, Peter Valandis will go bang, put a $5 million race on that Saturday. There's, it's already, the Caulfield Cup used to be the number two race in the country, and now it's fighting to be the number two race on the day. Mm. Right, so that's happening. The other thing is, putting my old hat on, I would have walked straight into the AFL as a president of Collingwood and said, extend the season by four weeks, we'll take over October. Yeah, there you go. So it's not just racing between, you know, what they're doing up in Sydney. It's every other sport you get a free hit at. And, you know, we've got roofs on cricket grounds now and things like that. And I'd, I, if I was, if they, were, if they do move it, I'd be going right because the world's changed. Our weather in Melbourne's gone back a month, as, as we all know. If you get out of September and put the grand final into uh, the third week in October or something and had an extra three weeks, of, that's worth couple of hundred million to the AFL. Well, that would have been an un- unintended consequence well, if that's that had existed. what happens. Yeah, that's yeah, the unintended yeah. consequences yeah. that get you. Yeah. Sometimes you're looking at your enemy. You know, your enemy's enemy is my friend. Yeah. And I would have looked at that one from a footy point yeah. of view and gone straight into October. Yeah. Hey, Ed, I know you just, uh, I know you've got back into the broadcasting of the races, obviously, yeah. through, through Melbourne Cup Week, but you just said something really interesting is that you're falling back in love with the sport again. What is it about horse racing that, that has got you hooked once again? Because, as you said before, it's important that we celebrate these things. Well, I suppose because I'm, I've not been sort of you know, a, a rusted-on racing person. I've followed it all my life. You know, I used to love getting up on, on a Sunday morning watch World of Sport and Jack Elliott would be on there. Not, not the Carlton Jack Elliott, the Herald's mm. Jack Elliott and Royal Air Royal Ants and Bill Collins and you'd see Bart Cummings coming to town and C.S. Hayes and Angus Armanasco and all these great names that became household names yep. the jockeys with Johnny Letts to right through to, to you know to uh, you know uh, Higo was one of your your, your your heroes you had a football hero you had a jockey hero you had a cricketing hero all that type of thing so I see that this great sport of racing has dominated for 150 years it's the original sport mm. and I made the point in there uh, the VRC invented corporate entertainment, really, and took it to the next level with the birdcage and, and all the things that were there. Football and everyone else saw it, went, we've got to get into this, and have taken it, and maybe didn't have the, you know, the, 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 the traditions, you know, the pattern of racing makes it hard to be innovative at times. But how do we go about it? So I sit back and go, wow, geez, there's a lot of great things we could do here. And, uh, and I look at it. That Champions Day was fantastic. Uh, I thought the Cup was amazing this year. Forget my involvement. I was just standing there. Yep. But I, I know that coming home from that race carnival, I've got boys who are uh, now 20 and 22 years of age, and uh, they're into it. And I, and I see that the pandemic, every kid, you know, was the only thing you could do was have a punt on the races for two years, basically. They all got in. So they actually understand racing now, as opposed to where it was going, where it was about champagne and fashions. No, they actually love racing now. And what do they want for Christmas more than anything? They wanted to be in a syndicate. Yeah, well, you know? there you go. That's, 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 that's what they did. Yeah, yep, great. So an, did. There was an old joke. The Siebel Townhouse that you'll remember yeah. from your younger days, there was an old joke. This is how big Jack Elliott was, the yeah. racing Jack Elliott. The old joke was 
Uh, three gentlemen are coming down in a lift, and there's Sammy Davis Jr., Frank Sinatra, and Jack Elliott, and everyone at the bar says, who are the two blokes with Jack Elliott? Yeah. So that, that was, that the was but, but they were great things. So I see, you know, what you guys do every day is fantastic. You know, what we have on Racing Victoria is fantastic. But what we have to do is we have to pump up the major events, the blockbusters. Yeah. That's what it's all That's what captivates people. Yes, there's an industry, but I've, I made a point up there, I'd ban on the media the word industry that, that oh, to me is the number one uh, uh, you know, that, that to me that makes me industry, think of chimneys yeah. factories <laughs> yeah, exactly yeah, you yeah, know? Yeah, and we work too, our life yeah. to try and not be in a factory yeah. and that's where people look at it and even you know protesters go see this is yeah. a factory it's just yeah. about churning churning churning, yeah. churning. Yeah. and I said in there on stage mm. ban the word industry and get it into lifestyle can mm. I ask you about just Maddie's got some Collingwood questions for you, but one that <laughs> concerns me, the words I hate are industry and wagering income, yeah. and I know it fuels the sport, but it's a long way away from uh, the enticement of the sport for me. Uh, do you think racing, I know that uh, the New South Wales State Government last week cracked down on poker machine reform, uh, the, the POMs are trying to do affordability checks with punters before they can bet, so the, the world's narrowing its eyes a little bit on, on problem gambling and gambling. Yeah. How Final line does racing has to. Well, I think you've got to be with, careful. The, yeah. the point was made up on that stage that uh, uh, in the last few years, when these things have actually been brought in, illegal gambling has gone up 64% worldwide. Mm. So people are still going to punt. Yeah. Yep. And, you know, is it skewed by money laundering? Probably uh, in the world figures. Um, you know, that's just part of what it is. If you live in the real world, you've actually got to live you know, in the real world. I mean, it's interesting, since they uh, they put the, the asset on the, the casinos, for example, the incidence of betting and uh, in in the suburbs on poker machines, where clearly that's where they're laundering the money, has gone through the roof. Yep. And, and the, you know, the knock-on effect of that. The reason why they put a casino in Melbourne in the first place was to get rid of illegal gambling. Yeah, right. And they, was all, it, they had cameras everywhere. The cops knew where everyone was, understood that. Okay, it got out of control. You've got to have people in charge of these things. But, uh, you know, there are reasons for these things within reasons. Yeah. And uh, 20, on, 20 years down the track, everyone forgets why he did it in the first place. Um, and that's why sometimes you've got to have some people who've got an understanding of history of things yeah. to go forward. So with the, 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 the gaming is part of it. But to your point, and exactly the line, I mean, you're reading off my script. I've got it there in my hand. I've got blockbuster. I've said integrity. Um, gender equality is a major thing that racing should get into. It is probably yep. the best gender equality sport going around. I, have, from, I did write your script, I think. <laughs> did you? <laughs> well, you know, we don't that, celebrate the female... Like, we uh, don't. The female no. jockey won the Grand National in England, Rachel Blackmore. Uh, they used to, Jamie Carr. Yeah, yeah. You've got Katie Page is yeah, probably the best yeah. entrepreneur going yeah. around in racing. Um, Wins, you know, Black Caviar, Maccabi Diva, all Annabelle Neesham. Yeah. You've got uh, Julie Harrington who's yeah. running British racing up there. It was just fantastic. And I think one of the greatest things and, and probably the biggest step forward in broad Broadcasting has been the women experts on the broadcast that we have now yep. who are experts, yep. not standing there, oh, okay, have you got a ladies' bet, as they used to say in yep. the old days? Yep. No, actually telling you what's going on and doing it in a great way. And I, I think it not only does it soften, but I think women, and particularly when it comes to animal um, uh, safety issues, women have a better credibility. Yep. You know, I think uh, that, uh, you know, if you're going to be a protester, you go, look at these blokes. They've been doing it forever. They're whipping horses. Mm. They're you know, dosing them up. It's mm. organized, you know, organized crown gangs. The tracksuit gang are there laundering money, all that sort of stuff. It's an easy hit. Yeah. But when you explain it 
and take it through and say, no, we're investing in major MRI machines. We are stopping horses as best we possibly can. This is what happens, and it's actually continuing the love affair of a horse. Then it makes sense. You wouldn't believe this unless you've Googled it, but Eddie and I are probably just old enough to have a faint memory of maybe our parents being at the races when there was literally a line. A line. Right. Men on this yeah. side, women on that side. Remember the, the, the old... It's the 80s. Well, it's the, hard the to believe. Yeah, I find that hard remember to believe. The, remember yeah. the ladies, ladies lounge, lounge. The pubs? Well, the MCG. Yeah. Uh, you couldn't be a member of the MCG. When did, yeah, when did that change? It was the 80s. Yeah. Uh, it was John Kane was Premier who, who, who painted over the line. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, it was all that sort of stuff. So it's, you know, things... As I said, you've actually got to have a memory of things. Yeah. And, and mm. you know, for me, um, the success of the footy show in 1994 was because we got women to watch. Yep. We doubled the audience. We went from what would have been an acceptable sports show rating to being the biggest show on television because we doubled the audience, because women watched it. Yep. Why? Because we opened the door and let them in, and, and, and general public. I mean, unless you're the president of a football club. It, it, not that long ago, to, to your point, the girls had to stand outside the training rooms yep. on match day. Mm. So the boys would be inside having a beer and all that. The girls used to have to stand out like a harem at the front and I'd go through as a young reporter and, you know, I'd know some of the girlfriends or the wives and I'd say, can you tell him, hurry up, the kids are carrying on, we've got to get home. And, or I'd come out and say, he's OK, he's concussed, but he'll be right in five minutes or he's, he's done his hamstring, but yep. he's iced up. It was ridiculous. Mm. And so all these things. So now what we need to do, Matt and Matt, is what you guys are doing is sit back and, uh, you know... Yeah, I used a quote that Jean-Claude Cocteau said, and I'll you know, paraphrase, if you can reimagine and turn something that is old into what it was when it was youthful, yep. it's a poet's work rather than prowse. Yep. And, and that's what you need to do. Look at these things. Pick the great things. You know, I use it, uh, Matt, uh, I, I describe it as the Steffi Graf. She, you know, you had a better backhand than Steffi Graf, but gee, her forehand yeah. was good. <laughs> yeah. So she just stepped around and won everything yeah. by belting the hell out of it. So go to the forehand more. What have we got? What can right. we celebrate? Women, diversity, um, excitement, prize money, glamour, fun, having a, a punt without you know, putting the house through it, all those sorts yeah. of things. You know, there's a lot, lot to be up on. And celebrate your history as well. Don't yeah. treat it as draconian. Treat it as something to celebrate. Hey, you've it's got a, some... Well, that, uh, that, yeah, that is an interesting yeah, point, though. At yeah. the same time, there is still a bit of a space to be innovative as well, Ed. And, well, and, uh, let me throw this up. I, I mentioned, asked me about uh, covering races. So I said, well, for a start, we still shoot into an empty paddock. Why aren't we shooting back into the stand? We, it's not like black and white TV anymore. Yep. Even calling on, on... Now, we've got the best callers in the world, you know, Matt Hill. But if you had somebody next to him as a special comments, yeah. um, if you have on your coverage now, 5G, 6G technology is changing everything. Ever chip in the horse, you can actually have, have up there the speed how fast the horse yep. is going, what the section was, but what does it mean? Yep. You know, if I'm watching a swimming race, yep. it w- wouldn't matter if it was the under-12s or the Olympic final, if you didn't have the yellow line there and, yep. and you know, yeah. Rabs Warren telling her this yep. is something unbelievable, who well, knows? I remember this, up the straight of Flemington, they used to have lights on either side that would tell you which side was in front, yeah. and then they put, imposed a, superimposed a graphic over it. I think they've... I don't think they do that anymore. But it used to be a great way to go. Because you can't tell, can you, who's in front up the straight. Well, so that you know, was a, even putting in you know, three, uh, 400 yeah. to go, I don't, yep. all that type of yep. thing has been great. But one of the points I made is that uh, David Hill is one of the greatest sports producers ever, from World Series cricket to drive to survive with Premier League and Monday Night Football and the NFL, all in between. And we, we're having a chat. And if you go back in time, um, one of the biggest things that's happening uh, that is a competitor to racing is esports. 
Okay. So back in the day, remember we, you and I are old enough to remember Pong. That was a, yeah, yeah. That was technological genius. I was blown away with the technology of Pong. <laughs> of Pong, right? <laughs> but since then, though, what they did is they worked and spent billions of dollars in making it as realistic as possible. The new generation coming through have lived on PlayStations, yeah, yeah. Xboxes. What we have to do in our broadcast yeah. is make it look like a video game yeah, as much as possible. They yeah. Have the race. I mean, if you're just stimulated watching, by it, aren't yeah. they? Yeah, and it's the same voices and the same horses going around and the same colours and the same pat. It, can, it actually can rock you to sleep. Yeah. Oh, yeah, we're going to get to the next of the meadows in three Go. minutes. Yep. But in the one, meantime, one question, one question about Collingwood. Collingwood. <laughs> Can't let you go without asking about the pies. Uh, since you left the, the presidency, Ed, which doesn't feel like all that long ago, that's a couple of years now. New CEO, new coach, yeah. new captain now, which is a great story with Darcy Moore as well, following yeah. in his, his father's footsteps. Where do you see the Pies at heading into 2023? I think 2023? very exciting. It's fantastic. Uh, you, know, um, you know, not only that, but I reckon about half the list has changed yep. since I was there. And uh, uh, no, it, it's great. Uh, the, 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 the facilities, the atmosphere, um, there's just a great feel. I think last year was just spectacular. You know, I suppose it had to end at some stage and sadly it ended in the preliminary final. Uh, as far as winning the close ones were concerned, but what a ride. Yep. And and again, back to our point, Matt, about the races, it's all about the blockbuster and the story. Yeah. And one of the key things I set up there was we've got to get racing back where it gets onto the news every night. It's yep. it's in the paper every day on good stories, you know, racing. But all, every news service has got a, 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 a on the hour, have to have a news break. There should be a racing story in yeah, there somewhere yeah, no, more yeah. often than not. Will, uh, will your son okay. be maybe delivering those racing he stories? He is. Well, that's He's it. on TV. He's going well. He's yeah. got a good mentor. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so just, he doesn't listen to me just at all. A quick one before, I love how the cameraman at Channel 7 always loves focusing on Ed. <laughs> Halfway through the, the final quarter, when yeah. Collingwood can't win. <laughs> They're oh, going to yeah. keep doing that, Ed. You know that. <laughs> and I hide these days, but they find yeah. me. Yeah. Box. Really find hey, you. thanks for dropping Good by. We thanks appreciate much, your time, Ed. Can I, can I just say one thing about this? You guys do a sensational job. You keep racing going. And, Matt, with your experience, but also your um, propensity to tell what you believe and the truth, backed by facts, is what we need more in this industry and in every journalistic industry around sport. There's there's too much PR, yep. there's too much rubbish, and the more we have news and get to what is is really happening and then come up with solutions, the better everyone will be. So you guys telling you. it as it well is said. makes the big difference. Can we put that on repeat? Yeah, we might we, we get a promo <laughs> drawn up out of that, I think. Thanks, mate. Good on Good you, on Appreciate your time. Uh, so have, we got, have we got time for that break or are we going to go straight to the Meadows? Uh, we better go to the Meadows, I think, Mike. The Meadows, uh, let's go to Broadway. <laughs> yeah, you owe me 20.